from inside the state champ studios on the campus of Lawrence Technological University. Sean, we can finally say it. Welcome back to State Champs Hockey Time. Oh, this is awesome. It's so great to be back. It's so great to be back yep. with you. Um, you know, already some games are underway. I can't wait to get out and, and see some games in person. John, this is going to be so much fun in the regard that this is a sprint to the playoffs. It really is. And uh, it, it, it's going to be great. I mean, you guys were great, uh, you know, helping to make this happen. And uh, you're going to make it count now. And this is going to be a fantastic season. I know it. All of our state chance programming is presented by Lawrence Technological University. You can recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Shout out to the Alta Equipment Company, the presenting sponsor for Hockey Time for the second year in a row. Sean, I like that beanie on the head. Man. Oh, these guys know me all too well. I, I'm a hat guy. You know, everybody thinks I'm bald because I wear a hat. No, I, I have plenty of hair. I just like hats, and this is in the collection. So thanks to the guys from Alta. All right, and also the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. Mark Volucci, the president of the Coaches Association and the head coach of Novi, will be on later on in our Coaches Corner. The Michigan High School Athletic Association, the physical therapy and sports medicine professionals with the Detroit Medical Center, and the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation. Applications being accepted now for the Michigan Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards until the end of February. You can win up to $5,000 in scholarships. Get all the information at DACAthleteoftheyear.com. Before we get going, Sean, this is our Michigan High School Hockey Preview. First off, um, are you okay sitting in the chair? I hate chairs. I do. I, I like to stand and use my hands and get all fired up and everything. But no, it's, hey, are you kidding me? We're, we're talking about something that I know is near and dear to your heart and yeah. mine. So I'll put up with it. And also, too, we got to get Joyke out of the game this year. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to come out. It, it's, uh, uh, we, we've talked about going to a game, he and uh, Darren McCarty and myself. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll yank him out of the game real soon. And Sean, in last year's preview, you gave me a hard time because I saved the downriver area for last. You know what? Let's start them first. <laughs> All right. In the Metro League, uh, in the West Division, we talked a lot about Riverview last season, led by Gavin Holmes. In the East Division, we had Woodhaven. The story there was the solid goaltending play by freshman Kenna Borzo. She is back behind the net this season. You know, Allen Park has had some solid seasons in the Metro. You know, Gross Point Woods University League, which you're going to be talking about here in a second. They made it to the Division Three quarterfinals last year. They've returned Doug Wood. Expect a much improved squad over at Rwanda Roosevelt. Yeah, it's very exciting. I, I think Riverview last year was one that you saw take a step up, and I think a lot of that has to do with, with coaching. You know, put they put together a, a fine staff there. Woodhaven's been a really good story the last couple of years. I mean, some of the talented players that have gone through there, so you have to keep an, uh, an eye on them. Uh, the Jags have been tough. There's, there's no doubt about it. They, uh, they, they play a feisty style. I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I, I like the way they play. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think they have a, a certain uh, style to them. Liggett was phenomenal last year, and you know the thing is, they, they have. They have the guys coming back too. You know, guys that is younger players last year made a big statement on on the stage. So the encore is an interesting question. But you know what else is an interesting question? I don't think those guys are going to sneak up on anybody this year. You know, and I, I think to be honest with you, I think they they kind of like it that way. So that's going to be uh, very interesting to see. I, I'm really I'm really intrigued to see what the Bears are all about. Uh, Wyandotte Roosevelt is a team that has so much pride. They won the championship uh, ten years ago. I think anybody will tell you Mike Quint is one of the good guys in 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 the ranks as as well, and just a good human overall. So I, I'm really intrigued. There are a lot of teams down 
there, John. The best way that I can put it, I think there are a lot of teams down there that are capable of knocking somebody off along the way. Now, are one of those teams capable of going all the way? I think that's asking a lot because right now the conferences all look a little top-heavy, in, in my opinion, but they're all capable of knocking somebody off along the way. And then you know what they say, when you get in that one-game type of situation, anything can happen. Two teams over the last three seasons in the Metro League has made trips to the Division Three Final Four, and that has been Detroit Country Day and Riverview Gabriel Richard. Country Day, you know, still the two-time defending state champs. And, and also, too, you got to talk about the job that Ricky's done at, over at Gabriel Richard. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, let, let's start with Country Day. I mean, it doesn't seem like that long ago, John, that, that you know, that first year before they won the championship, I told anybody that would listen on the show, look out, this team's good. And it's very hard to make me look smart, but I, I want to thank uh, uh, Frank and, and and his squad over there for doing that. And, boy, I'll tell you what. I remember last year, about a year ago, right around this time, we were out in, in Trenton for the showcase. And, man, did I miss that this year. Um, and, and you and I were watching Country Day, and I said, here they are again. So it didn't surprise me that they eventually got back to uh, the point that they got back to last year. And, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Gabriel Richard is another one of those teams – they play a certain style. They do. And and I hope you take that as the compliment that it is. Uh, there's a reason that they've taken the long runs that they have. And I, I think it starts with, as you mentioned, Ricky and his fine staff getting guys to play the right way. And now it's expected. You know, I mean, that's the difference. John, we talk so much about usual suspects, right? Not that long ago, Detroit Country Day wasn't a usual suspect. They are now. I think Gabriel Richard is kind of getting to that point right now where it's expected. You know, you know what they're going to bring to the table. And if you don't bring your A game, they're going to knock you off. Another team outside of Downriver, Dearborn Unified. The job that Coach Brian and AJ has done over the years. Just remember last year, Jason Crossland in that regional semifinal against Salem. What a fun game that was. That was arguably one of the funnest games I saw uh, last year. And I remember I was down in the tunnel after the game and you know talking to the coaches and some of the boys and everything and the dejected heads. I guarantee you they remember that feeling. I guarantee you they remember that feeling. And they're going to be the better for it as they try to bring that program up a notch. So that's that's going to be fun to watch for sure. All right, let's go to Washtenaw County. Ann Arbor father, Gabriel Richard, that also plays in the in the Metro League. You know, Quint LeBaire is back for his third year behind the bench for the Fighting Irish. You know, there's always a battle in the SEC conference between Dexter and, and Chelsea in Division Three, And you got uh, Livonia Stevenson, assistant coach Kyle Sagata over at Celine. You bring up, I think Clint uh, is a really interesting story because if you recall last year, that was a team that was this close. They were this close. And, and what I mean by that is game after game after game, whether it be a one-goal game, whether it be an overtime game – finding a way to turn some of those close losses into wins is going to make all the difference in the world. I, I talked to Coach Zagata last night. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what he can do at, at Celine. And, you know, he told me he's excited uh, about the team. He wants to see some uh, consistency develop as the season goes on. You know, and that's tough to do when you're talking about this short sprint. But uh, he wanted me to, to let everybody know, keep an eye on Ben Wild and Lucas Evans, uh, two of, of his finest. And, you know, the one thing about about Ann Arbor, John, and we've talked about this the last couple of years. It's a heck of a lot of talent out there in, in Ann Arbor. Let's go to the west side of the state. Great hockey over the area. You know, it's been since 
2011 since the last time a, a state champion came out of the west side of the state. That was Grand Rapids Catholic Central in Division Three. You know, they made it to the Division Three quarterfinals last year. We, we've talked about Forest Hills Northern Eastern. They have gone to USA Hockey Arena over the years. They're rivals, Forest Hills Central's, you know, solid team. They got a new coach coming in this year. East Grand Rapids is another team. And then we have Rockford, who made the Division II quarterfinals, and Byron Center, who made it all the way to the semis in Division One. Yeah, it's interesting. I, You know, in asking some of the people out there that 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 follow it very closely, you know, the, the consensus seems to be more often than not, John, maybe there's a team that people are picking, but a lot of people are saying – uh, Forest Hills NE or Rockford might be at, at the top of the heap. I mean, I think the Rams have done a fantastic job in recent years. I've been told by people, I wish that in this shortened season I would have the opportunity to go out there and see it, that uh, there are really some players, that there, there has been an influx of talent coming in for uh, NE as well. That's what I want to see. I heard a lot of good things uh, about uh, Muskegon Mona Shores, that this is a team that could make a, a, a battle. And EGR is another team. You know, East Grand Rapids is you know we, we've seen them take some steps are they ready to take uh the next step uh next year and you know you mentioned it already i think uh, the job that mike slobodnik has done at grcc um you know really s- speaks for itself but i from what i'm hearing it's kind of rockford and maybe forest hills any you know stepping back into the right direction the one thing that you've seen out of coach Bissett's teams is is they've been really good and they've made those runs are they ready to take the next step? And a lot of people that I talked to said this influx of talent with this team is going to make things interesting in that division. All right, let's make our way to Northern Michigan. Over the last few years, lots of parity in the Big North Conference. Alpina, remember a few years ago with Cooper Black, you know, that run they made. You got Gaylord, Cadillac, Petoskey, and of course you got Traverse City West and Traverse City Central duking it out for city bragging rights. And you also got the Bay Reps who made a run a couple years ago. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. And, and you know, all of those teams have been able to make, you know, some some inroads. I, I always like to see what Coach Givens is going to do at, at Traverse City Central. I mean, obviously the guy, he's one of the finest humans you'll find and certainly a legend in this game. And that was a darn good team uh, last year. Uh, Alpina with that run. But they, they you know what, it, they kind of proved it. it wasn't just Cooper Black. They had some nice wins along the way. So I think that they're building something special there. Uh, there's some good hockey being played up there in the northern lower peninsula. Don't don't sleep on some of these teams. Remember last year, Traverse City West was a team that, that had some big moments as well. So, uh, John, I'm intrigued to see what 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 a Gaylord's going to do and, 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 and what a TC West is going to do. And that that's the fun part about this because in years gone by, We've had the opportunity to maybe see some of these teams, whether it be in Chelsea or, or whether it be down in Trenton. We don't have that opportunity this year. So I think, unfortunately, unless you can jump in your car and, and, and go see some games, you know, this is going to be a situation where it's going to be some word of mouth and, and, and it's going to be fun. So I, sorry to some of you coaches. I've already bugged you incessantly. I think John and I are going to be bugging you even more in the next couple of weeks. State Champs is located on the campus of Lawrence Technological University. If you have the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Tech offers two dozen NAIA varsity sports and the most valuable undergraduate degrees you can earn. Academic and athletic scholarships are available, and you can recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. A new program starting at Lawrence Tech next year is women's hockey. I'm joined by the head coach at Lawrence Tech, Greg Moore. Greg, welcome to Hockey Time. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. All right, first off, tell me a little bit about yourself. 
So I um, originally grew up in Minnesota, uh, in the suburbs of the Twin Cities. Uh, played high school hockey growing up. Um, when I graduated, I decided to forego the junior route. Just wasn't really for me. Uh, went to an NCAA Division III. Uh, played four years at an NCAA Division III. Um, was lucky enough that I got my first coaching job in my alma mater right after graduating. And luckily enough to, to secure a full-time job there for 10 years. Coached at uh, St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota for 10 years. Um, last year I was at a, a university in Great Falls, Montana, trying to start an ACHA program there. Um, and unfortunately, due to COVID reasons, it, it was discontinued. Lucky enough that the job came open at Lawrence Tech, and, and here I am. So how did it came about when you found out about Lawrence Tech? You know, it was it was funny. Um, like a month previous, they let me know my, my program was being discontinued, but they offered me a, a position as a men's assistant coach, which I was very grateful they were even offering me a position due to COVID and everything like that. Um, it was very fortunate for that. But women's hockey is my passion. That's what I what I grew up doing. Uh, it's where I started my career. It's what I wanted to continue to do. So um, I saw the position open up at Lawrence Tech to start a, a, a program in the suburbs of Detroit. And I was like, hey, I, I like suburbs of Detroit. I, I this seems like a really good opportunity here. And so went through the interview process, they offered, and lo and behold, here I am. And just talk about, you know, there's about 20 high school girls hockey programs in the state of Michigan. Just talk about the growth of high school hockey in the state of Michigan. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. I, I spent a lot of years recruiting out of Michigan, you know, mostly out of the Tier 1 AAA teams um, when I was in Minnesota. Um, and just watching it go from where it was when I first started to where it is now with the, like you said, close 20 teams now and how competitive it is uh, up and down. Um, it's it's really fun to see the, the growth of women's hockey in general and, and to be in a great hockey state like Michigan. It, it's really nice to see that kind of play for community kind of feel and, and not so much the tier one triple A's, even though those are very important to the, to the state of Michigan as well. And just talk about with everything that's going on with COVID this year, you know, I'm sure recruiting has been very interesting. So just talk about how you been going about, you know, recruiting kids? Yeah, unfortunately, be, when you're when you start a brand new program, one of the the best benefits that I have is I'm a pretty personable person. I I, I like to talk to people. I, I'm very easy to talk to. So being able to go to games and actually talk to the kids in person and talk to parents in person um, is a, is an ad, is a real benefit for me just because I'm able to do it so well. And so when you, when you take that ability away, and now you're essentially doing cold calls from recommendations you get from coaches or or the online recruiting services um, it makes it much harder it's just when you talk to somebody on the phone you can't see their reaction you can't see what they're feeling um, so it, it's been it's been an, a very difficult to kind of get those contacts um, essentially cold calls uh, in a year like this instead of being able to be there in person and see the kids in person and talk to the and talk to the parents so um, it, it's definitely been interesting but you know we're, we're getting through it and hopefully now that Michigan's back up and running and then it'll be a little bit easier as we go through the, the home stretch here February, March. And just talk about that. How excited were you as a coach to hear the news that high school hockey is back in the state of Michigan, boys and girls? It's It's been a journey. I think I my first day was November 1st or November 2nd. And um, I think like 10 days later, the governor shut the, shut it down and it was like, oh, goodness, how am I how am I going to recruit with with the whole state of Michigan shut down? So it, it's definitely added a little bit of a twist in the journey. Um, and, and hearing the governor lift the, the, the limitations on contact sports it really uh, brought a, a big smile to my face, knowing that my life was going to get a whole lot easier, but now a whole lot busier going to watch games and stuff like that. 
How can a potential recruit reach out to you? My contact info is on the website. Um, you know, emails or, or phone calls are always good. Um, we do have a, a recruit questionnaire on our website as well under the recruit me site. So if you if you fill that out and um, I get those notifications and you fill that out and I, and I get a hold of you somehow, let me know what you're interested in. I'll make sure I get out to see you play. Thank you very much, Greg, for joining us here on State Champs Hockey Time. And remember, you can recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. All right, let's continue our Michigan High School Hockey Preview here on Hockey Time. And we go to the UP. Marquette, they had a solid season in 2020. They made it all the way to the Division II semifinals. Kingsford, the Flivers, Sean's favorite nickname. Love that nickname. Love that nickname. nickname. Here on Hockey Time, we have talked about over the last few years, there's always been three teams we've talked about in that Division III regional, Hancock, Calumet, and Hope. And Hancock, you know, uh, under a new coach, uh, started out uh, the right way. Uh, you know Calumet's going to reload. There's no, about, uh, no doubt about that. Dan's done such a good job there. And Corey Markham, another one of those guys that's been there forever and nobody has a terse word to say about is going to have a good team with the Gremlins as well. So uh, it, that's what's so fun about this. And, and as anybody can tell you, these are teams, forget about saying UP teams, they're capable of beating anybody. You know, don't I've heard wonderful things about Marquette. You and I yeah. saw them last year. If you remember, they had a freshman goaltender last year as well that that really opened up some eyes. I've heard wonderful things about Marquette this year. It's funny, John, every year you and I talk about this. There are always teams that you kind of put a circle around. And you're like, oh, I really want to see this team because I've heard about them. So many people are talking up Marquette right now. So what are they going to be able to do for an encore? Uh, look, the reality is there's a real good chance. I always feel sorry for the Division Three teams. I'm going to continue to say it. I think it's a crying shame that only one of those teams get to come down because more often than not, there are a couple teams that are as good as anybody in, in, in the Division Three ranks. But, uh, John, this is one of those years I think uh, I think there's a real good chance multiple teams uh, from – uh, the UP yeah. might find their way down to USA Hockey Arena this year. All right. And we make our way back to the Lower Peninsula in the mid-Michigan area. Jackson, Lumen, Christie, Okemos, and the Capital City Capitals in the South Central League. Those are the top contenders in that league this year. And you got teams in the mid-Michigan conference like Fenton, Linden, Tri-Valley, and the combined squad of Freeland, Novell, and Swan Valley. And in the Saginaw Valley League, Midland, Midland Dow. We talked about them a lot last year. Davison and Flint Powers. Team up there is Saginaw Heritage, and you got to talk about the job that J.J. Bamberger has done over the years. And they got a tall task this year. They got to replace the Mr. Hockey and Brady Rapoon. Phenomenal. I mean, a- absolutely phenomenal. There's, there's no doubt about it. You know, Flint Powers is a team to watch in, in that area. Uh, uh, Midland and Midland Dow were are, are two teams that you've seen go like this. And, you know, I've talked to a few people and they said, hey, listen, that's going to continue. But, you know, it really does begin and end um, with Saginaw Heritage. And, and, you know, the one thing that J.J. Bamberger has working for him, uh, John Michael Watson is back. And you might remember last year, this is a guy that just simply doesn't leave the ice. Uh, J.J. told me, J.J. Bamberger, the head coach of Saginaw Heritage, told me he's the fastest recoverer. I've ever seen, in his words, he just doesn't get tired. Got to remember, he also has a couple of guys that have made it to USA Arena 
all three years of their career, and they're trying to make it four for four this year. You want to talk about leadership in the room. I mean, that's huge. But here's the thing, and I think Coach Bamberger would be the first one to say it. John, those teams that you mentioned, you're seeing it go like this. Yeah. This is what happens when you have a, a, a force like Saginaw Heritage, you know, kind of burst upon the scene and, and become a usual suspect, is it makes everybody else around you get better. And, and so – they're all going like this because they've seen the fine work that that they've done. But, you know, again, when, when you're talking in that area, it, it's I, I think that Travis Perry always has good teams at, at Powers. And some of these other teams, the teams that you mentioned earlier, are, are teams that you saw them make some steps. Are they ready to take that next step? We'll soon find out. All right, back to Southeast Michigan we go as we take a look at the OAA and the MAC Conference. In the OAA, we had a few teams that made your top 25 rankings last season with Lake Orion, Rochester United, Farmington United, and Clarkston. And in the MAC Conference, Dakota and Eisenhower always going at it in the yeah. red division. And you also had Lance Cruz Unified, who made its you know farthest trip ever in the playoffs, making it to the quarterfinals. And that's another fun tournament that we missed out on. I, I always love driving out to Mount Clemens. We were able to do it a couple of years in a row, and and, and so much fun. And uh, look, hockey hotbeds to say the very least, and, and, and the proof is in the pudding. When you see these teams go out and win some of the games they have, or at the very least, at the very least, go play somebody tough, you know, that, that people thought, oh, they're not supposed to be in a game like that. Now it's time to take the next step. I, I think, John, I can put a circle around a lot of those teams and say, you guys have been knocking on the door. It's time to knock somebody off come playoff time. And I think all the coaches out there would would, would agree with that sentiment. It's, it's one thing to play somebody tough, but when you start turning some of those tough L's into W's, that's when you're really going to make people notice. Guys like us, we're seeing it. We've gone out there. We've seen how good the caliber of play is and how good so many programs are out there. Uh, Make some noise by knocking off somebody at playoff time. And we go to the Lakes Valley Conference. You got the defending league champs in South Lion Unified who went undefeated in the Lakes Valley last season. And you got teams like Milford and Lakeland in that in that division as well. Yeah, you know, South Lion is interesting because if you remember that last year, they had an unbelievable top line. And, and their top line, if I'm not mistaken, all graduated. But they still have one heck of a player in Scamara out there. I think he scored four goals in the loss to, to UAD as we were taping this on, on, on Tuesday. And, and that's, listen, there's no shame in losing to a good team like you a D by a goal the eight sevens a little crazy and it, it makes me wonder if we should all be looking at the over on some of these numbers I joke I kid but um you know what John you and I were talking about this I, I think early on in the season you might see some crazy goal scoring you know you you might see something like that if you remember when the NHL started right the first week, power plays were like this. Everybody's power play was just was clicking. So, you know, maybe that's a case of you're going to see it filter down to the high school level. But, no, uh, listen, South Lion was, was a team to watch last year. And, uh, again, I think what happens is that stuff becomes contagious. And, you know, some of the surrounding areas go, look what yeah. these guys did and everything. So it's going to be fun. All right, it's time now for our Coach's Corner, brought to you by our friends at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. I'm joined today by Mark Volucci, the head coach at Novi High School, and he's also the president of the High School Hockey Coaches Association. So first off, just how excited is the hockey community that high school hockey is back? The past week since we got the go, green light to go, it's been, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a sigh of relief. Uh, again, we I think we we're at our tipping point of, of not being able to play and. Uh, once the news came out to uh, 
give us the green light to go. It's been it's been great for everyone involved. How was your team when you told them the news that it was game on? Yeah, they were jumping up and down. I told them on the ice right after uh, practice that day, and uh, word got out a little bit, uh, but uh, for the most part, they were pretty excited. Now, you have a new role with the Coaches Association this year. You're now the president, so how exciting is that for you? It's been great. You know, the board, other board members I work with, Dave Mitchell, Don Wright, Bob Hall, and Mike Quint, and uh, Ryan Ossemacher just joined the association this year. We've uh, we've had numerous Zoom meetings this year, and it's been uh, we're actually kind of sick of seeing each other on in, uh, on a screen, but uh, it's been great. Uh, we've done a lot of work behind the scenes, um, quite honestly, a ton of work, and it's been great. What ideas that you guys have been floating around over the last over the last year to help grow the game of high school hockey? Uh, well, just uh, we're working on uh, with uh, Cody Anglis. Uh, we finally got seeding involved with uh, with the with the MHSAA and um, using the MPR system that uh, will uh, seed uh, regional games this year. Not quite there seeding the whole tournament, but uh, you know one one thing at a time. Similar to I believe lacrosse and other sports, basketball and and soccer I believe. So uh, that's a huge uh, you know it's one of the big things we've been working on. As the show airs on Wednesday, you already will have a game under your belt against Howell, and then you guys got your big rival game on Thursday against Northfield. And just talk about the, the rivalry over in Northfield. You, you guys share the same rink, you know, and talk about, you know, obviously you got a rivalry with Northfield, but talk about the friendship you have with Gordy. Well, he's been uh, he's been the coach here the last couple of years, and, and we talk all the time, and we have a really healthy respectful rivalry. It's not a, it's not a hate. It's more of a respectful and um, you know, we get along real well. We share, you know, rooms right across from one another. They skate after us in practice, and, you know, we're constantly communicating with them, and, you know, it's just a good relationship. And finally, I always ask each coach this, you know, you know, obviously we, we, I've known you for almost 20 years now, I can't believe from your days at, Far- at Farmington and now at Novi. How much do you enjoy doing this each and every day? Well, uh, that's why we coach high school hockey. It's, it's – uh, all the tangibles, the pros outweigh the cons in every which way. It's just being uh, being around the kids, uh, the student athlete every day. Um, we're not like travel. We're not there three days a week. We're there Monday through Saturday most days. And after the year we've had and the weight we've had, it's been uh, it's been much more rewarding. I'm really tight with this year's crew, the seniors especially, the the four captains I have. And I want to thank everyone involved to get us back to where we're at. You can see by the kids' faces and the excitement and the joy, and that's what it's all about, high school hockey. All right, Mark. Well, thank you very much for joining us here on Hockey Time. Best of luck to you guys you know, this season. And that was our Coaches Corner, brought to you by our friends at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. All right, Sean, let's talk about the KLAA. Over the last 10 years, we've had teams from that conference making it to USA Hockey Arena. How under first-year head coach Rocky Johnson, they beat Brighton in the playoffs, and they made it all the way to the semifinals. Uh, Rocky Johnson, we've talked about him for a couple years. I, I think he's great for Howell, and he's great for high school hockey. He really is. I think he's got an enthusiasm and an infectious personality that's great for the game. And, you know, to me, the true test of, of how things are going 
is is when you can lose some guys and just absorb it and keep rolling. And I think Howell did that last year, and they're only going to be better this year. Uh, I've had a couple coaches tell me, you better look out for Howell. That is seriously one of the best teams in Division One. And my response to that is, they were one of the best teams yeah. in Division One last year. You know what I mean? But and, and uh, it would have been interesting to see how they did against like CC if they yeah, would have made oh, it to absolutely. the state final. Yeah, and and you know what? It, uh, with that being said, um, you know, are they are they ready to take a next step and and maybe become one of those usual suspects? I think they are. I always love, and you know this. Uh, Coach Ossenmacher is a great guy, and I, I had a chance to talk to Ryan. He said um, this is the youngest team he's coached. It's only five seniors, but uh, Grayshaw is a tremendous player there. Jenneru. Uh, their goaltender, I saw him shut out Northville in the playoffs last year as a sophomore. He's going to be ready to go as a junior. But the one thing that you can say about Coach Ossenmacher is he gets his boys yeah. to play. We've seen that time and time again. And they're kind of one of those programs, John, where we talked about it a few times during the show. They were knocking on the door uh, for a couple of years, and then they started winning some of those big games. So are they ready to take another step this year? We'll find out. And, and how about Heartland? There always seems to be there every year. They made it to, uh, they made it to USA for obviously the pause happened. The job that Ricky has done, Ricky Gadwa, is phenomenal. And and you hear me use this term a lot, usual suspects, all right? I think Heartland's the original usual suspect since you and I started doing this together. Heartland was a team seven, eight years ago. Oh, isn't this cute? They made a nice little run. And golly gee, they came so close. Look, they're... They're the measuring stick now in Division Two. What do you want me to say? And as of right now, uh, they, they're still the two-time defending state champ. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's the point of, of emphasis that I'd like to make there. And how about Lavonia Stevenson? You know, Coach Mitchell has a lot of talent there. You got to remember last year that team was was in, incredibly talented. You know, obviously uh, had a high ranking all year, and they were a young team. Well, what does he have this year? He's got some guys that are a year older. What did he have to the mix? I think you have to put those two, you know, in the, John, I, I'm going to say it again until things change. In Division Two, Division Two is this simple yeah. to me, okay? It's Trenton, Brother Rice, Heartland, Lavonia Stevenson. Now, you might have somebody else. You might, might have Marquette that swoops in this year. Uh, FHNE might swoop back in again because they, yeah. they had been there for a while. But that's Division Two to me. And, 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 you know, when you look at it, it's you got two mainstays from, from the KLA. You got two mainstays from the MIHL. I don't think that's going to change. Who would I pick right now? Boy, it's tough to say because, you know, we don't have as much information on these teams as we would normally have. Um, so I, I think right now, in the interest of being fair, I'll put them all in a big bowl and say, let's shake that bowl up, cover them in sauce, and see which wing tastes the best when we come out. Uh, really, that that's where it's at right now because – it's interesting. I was talking to people last night, and you talked to five different guys, and uh, two guys said this team was the best, two guys said this team was the best, and another guy said this team was the best. So um, we're going to be able to find this out. I will say this, John. Win-loss is going to mean absolutely nothing going into the playoffs. It's going to mean less than it normally does. And what I mean by that is these teams are playing such a tough schedule moving forward that I don't think the record for some of those teams, whether it be Salem, I know we'll get into the MIHL in a second, uh, Stevenson, uh, Hartland, I don't think the record is going to mean as much as it has in the past. And then and talk about uh, also, too, we have Brighton, we got Kurt taking over for Paul. Kurt, uh, again, one of those classy guys. And um, having a guy that has been a part 
of so much success there take over it's a seamless transition uh, we wish paul all the best i mean what what a classy guy but kurt is as well um you know that brighton's going to be there what's our quote about brighton it's brighton it's brighton yep. it's brighton like what what brighton shouldn't sneak up on anybody or surprise anybody i mean that that's just what they they are they're definitely one of the the usual suspects and john so early in the season to be able to take in i'm gonna be able to see brighton uh, twice in the next week that's pretty cool for me and also too we had coach Volucci on. you know he was talking about novi what are your thoughts about novi if novi can get a little more scoring they are extremely dangerous. Uh, they're dangerous as it is. I think everybody saw that last year. Austin Muirhead, John, we had an up-close-and-personal seat for it. We got a chance to see him when we were out in Chelsea. And then I went to a few games down the stretch. And, and you might remember, I told anybody, listen, you better look out for Novi. When they, they are rallying behind this kid. Sometimes, John, in this game, a team plays differently for a different goalie. Yeah. That team played differently for Austin Muirhead last year, and that game against Stevenson was absolutely epic. It went to 59 overtimes and everything. If they get a little scoring, you better put their name in in that group. You know that bowl that I talked about, that wing bowl? Throw Novi in there as well, right? And let's see how much spicy garlic gets on them. That's my jam. Uh, And let's see how much spicy garlic gets on them. But they're going to be dangerous. Make no mistake about it. I'm interested to see what Gordy does with Northville. I I know I'm going to see Northville and Novi um, on Thursday, and that's really intriguing. And you got a new coach over at Plymouth as well. Absolutely. And and you know what? Here's the thing. Gosh, I'm so glad he brings that up. He's the smart guy, right? Sometimes. sometimes. You see see Canton go like this. What's Canton going to do for? encore. Livonia Franklin's another one. What's Franklin going to do? How about Jason Reynolds and Churchill? You know that this guy has made some darn good runs in, in the past as well. And, and and Churchill absolutely positively has to be worried about once uh, the, the playoffs start. But, you know, Canton was a team last year. You saw them take a step. Coach Vento, we, we hate to see a guy like that leave the game. But you know what? Uh, you know that there's some talent out in that area as well. So that's what makes this so intriguing. The way that Franklin finished the season. Yeah. Can they build on that? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's going to be fun to me. So KLA is a, a, a fun, fun division. I think we covered everybody, right? I believe so. And and that will lead us to the MIHL conference. Still the best. I, I, you know what? I know all my KLA guys are probably going to get mad at me saying that, but facts are mean and, uh, you know, MIHL is still the best out there. Let's talk about the MIHL South Division. You've got the, the division champs, UED Jesuit, with one of the top players in the state in Max Marquette. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I As I said earlier, I don't know what to make about their win over South Lyon. You never apologize for a win, and I, I hope, Cubby fans, you understand where I'm coming from. Was this a case of South Lyon being better than maybe people thought? Um, maybe that's the case, but a win is a win. So I'm going to be – UAD is one of those teams that I have a circle. Like, John, I don't know about you. I have a little schedule at home, and I've, I've filled up my schedule with games that I can go to. I want to see the Cubbies a couple times. And what can we say about Trenton? seems like the last few years we pick them not to win in the quarterfinals, still end up getting to the Final Four. You know, the job that Chad has done over the years. They return players like Caleb Knighting and Colin Preston, but they have to replace our player in the year and Joey Cormier, the goalie. Yeah, not easy, but if anybody can do it, I, I've said this before, I, I say it on record, I, I think the world of Chad, I, I think he's just a class act. Uh, he's a guy that is going to win a championship. It's going to happen. Um, I There's no doubt in my mind. Is it this year? Well, as I said, for me, I, I think you put them in that bowl in Division Two, and and you say, okay, well, which, which one am I picking out? Um, they've been able to absorb losses. They... 
turn up their game in playoff time. And if you don't believe me, ask Lavonia Stevenson. Um, period, end of story. I mean, what Lavonia Stevenson and Trenton has become is, is great for Division Two. I think it's great for high school hockey. But what's interesting about it is Stevenson has won the game in the regular season and a couple times convincingly, but in money time, Trenton found a way to get it done. And last year, very convincingly as well, uh, down in Dearborn. So uh, all the respect in the world for Chad. You can't ever count out Trenton. I know there are certain assistant coaches that would like us to pick them each and every year. It doesn't work that way. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And, and truth be told, wouldn't you rather be on your side? And also, too, in the South Division, Sean Clark is back behind the bench over at Warren Deal South. Gross Point South under Paul Moretz, you know, they had a solid season. and they That was were, my team last year. Remember, yeah, they I were, saw them early. I was talking them up. Yeah, they were amazing in your top 10 rankings. Yeah, they and you know what? Again, you know, I, I think when you get the opportunity to see a team early on and you see the talent that they had, and they had a ton of talent last year, and they still have a lot of returning talent, um, but they're a team, in my mind, my humble opinion, I, I, I think they kind of got to a plateau and stayed there. They didn't take that step last year. You know, it's interesting, John, because I I think when you talk about some of those teams, um, there are some of those teams out there that, that, you know, are you ready to take that next step? And I think you just mentioned a couple. Uh, GPS is definitely one of them. And in the MIHL North Division, you got one of the favorites to win that division. And Brother Rice, you know, like you said earlier, the Bull, you know, they're one of the favorites in Division Two. The 2019 Division One state champs in the Detroit Catholic Central, and you got to also look out for Cranbrook. I, I've heard nothing but good things about Cranbrook, and that they're supposed to be vastly improved. They're another team that that I um, have. Uh, I, Brother Rice, I mean, again, the job that Kenny's done is, is phenomenal. Uh, Brett Harris, Peter Rosa, uh, Brown, Hamity, they, they've got a, a fantastic group of junior defensemen that are coming back in in uh, Herb Ducharme, Ducharme and, and Ursini. I'm really, really intrigued at Brother Rice. I, I, look, we're never going to know the answer to this, okay? I think if we if we played the Division II uh, semifinals and finals last year, I, I felt that Brother Rice was the best team out there. And it's a shame that we never got a chance to do that. And my heart still goes out to those seniors if you're watching – Man, my heart goes out to you guys. I thought that Brother Rice was the best team there last year. And that again, no disrespect to, to Trenton, no disrespect to Marquette, no disrespect to Hartland, who had won back-to-back. Um, Brother Rice is definitely in that mix. John, I'm, I'm not trying to cop out. I, it, give me a couple weeks to kind of see some games and, and, and you know look at some results. It's so hard to pick a favorite right now. Yeah. It, it really is. And I'm, I'm not trying to cop out. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to burp out a name for probably a couple of weeks yeah. until I get a chance to see some of the teams play or at least look at all the results. I wish I could clone you and me <laughs> so we could go to all those games because I'd go over to the west side. I'd go up to Saginaw and say hi to JJ. I'd go up north. And, I mean, here's a problem. If I went up north, I'd probably stay up north, anybody yeah. that knows me. But um, all jokes aside um, – uh, you, you you have to put Brother Rice right there, if not at the top. Uh, heck of a lot of talent, and, and they they upgraded some talent, but 
But you could say the same thing about Hartland, Stevenson, you know, on and on. And, and just talk about CC, you know, just talk about the great job that Kalanicki has done over the years. It's not an easy job um, that Coach Kalanicki has to put up with. I mean, the expectations at Catholic Center, we all know what they are. Win a championship or you're a failure. I mean, really, I mean, that's that's kind of the, the mentality. And I, I think the way that Coach Cal has conducted himself – on the bench and, and away from the game and been an ambassador of the game is awesome. And, and like, I'm proud of him for it, but you're absolutely right. Um, I had somebody say to me, and I, I'm not going to say who, but somebody who is a coach in division one say to me, look, Catholic central still the team to beat, but if there was ever a team to, if there was ever a year to get them, it might be this year. What I know about Catholic central is this, maybe they don't have that, that bona fide stud, or he hasn't revealed himself yet. I know this, they are deep. And in a short year like this, they might be able to grind you out in something like that because he can just go and go and go and roll them out. I, I, I love his goaltending as well. Uh, so in my mind, is Catholic Central still the team to beat in Division One? You bet. But I think we're going to find out if they don't have that extraordinary player, and they've had some extraordinary players the last couple of years, does the group come closer? That's going to be an interesting story moving forward. And don't forget about Orchard Lake, St. Mary's as well. Yeah, you know, and, and I think for the longest time, if you remember, it was like Brighton seemed to be their kryptonite. You know, Brighton was always their kryptonite. They always met at some point in time in the playoff, whether it be at Orchard Lake or whether it be at Brighton, and it seemed like Brighton always got the best of them. You know, um, that that's something that they're going to definitely have to keep an, out for, an eye out for. You know, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. My guess is, you know, some of the, the brackets are going to look like as they have in the past and everything, but uh, no doubt about it. I, Talent is never a problem at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen some of their teams in recent years really do some, some great work. I think for me, Orchard Lake St. Mary's finding some consistency, and that's tough to do in the MIHL. It's easier said than done, but uh, they're a team that, yeah, you know, when the playoffs start, you better look out because they can run you. I think we got the whole state covered here on, on this. Did preview. we? Did we get everybody? I think we did. I think we did. Sean, I, w- I wanted to get your, you know, your thoughts going into the season. I'm going to say it again. Uh, props to you, athletes out there. Um, be smart. Don't 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 have the plug pulled. You know, you guys fought so hard to put yourself in the position. Now follow through. Now do whatever you can to keep that game safe and and show the adults out there that you guys are the responsible people that we know you are. I, I want to give a special shout out to the athletic directors. I, I think the athletic director, you guys are awesome. I mean, not only the way that you help us, but the way that you serve your community. And, um, you know, I say this every year, so I hate to sound like a broken record. John, if it weren't for the coaches out there and being so accessible, listen, I'm going to tell you a story. There wasn't one coach that I texted in the last two days that didn't get back to me like that. Not one. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. It makes our job easier for sure. So that's it for State Champs Hockey Time. There's many ways to watch our show. You can watch it on our website, statechampsnetwork.com. Our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We'll have parts of our show on our Twitter page. And you can download the new State Champs app that is available on iPhone and Android. And it's also available on Roku, Fire, and Apple TV. So, Sean, are you ready to do this again next week? Let's go. See you at the rink. State Champs Hockey Time is presented by... Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. 
athletic and academic scholarships available in all sports, visit ltuathletics.com and recruit yourself. Also presented by Alta Equipment Company, Michigan's number one construction equipment provider with over 40 brands. Get the right equipment for your project every time. Also brought to you by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. For all things Michigan high school hockey, go to the hub, mihshockeyhub.com. The Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Detroit Medical Center's physical therapy and sports medicine team. Do you have a sports injury or are you just looking to take your game to the next level? Go where the pros go. Visit dmc.org slash game changers. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation. Applications being accepted until the end of February for the male and female high school athlete of the year. Find out more and download the application at dacathleteoftheyear.com.